What Brings You In Today is produced by medical students at the University of Wisconsin. As medical students, we are not fully trained physicians or licensed to practice medicine. The information presented here is for entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or education. To preserve privacy and maintain patient confidentiality, identifying details about patients were changed for this podcast. All opinions expressed belong to the speaker, not their institution or employer. And I'm Lee Berman, and this is What Brings You In Today, sharing stories and experiences from within the medical field. So tell me, what brings you in today? Welcome back, everybody. This is season two of What Brings You In Today. We are super excited to keep producing episodes for you guys about the medical humanities and featuring different storytellers interested in narrative medicine. So for this first episode of season two, we wanted to feature those really at the beginning of their medical careers. We wanted to talk with M1s who just started at UWSNTH about their first few weeks of medical school. Yeah, I know those first few weeks can be terrifying as well as exciting and honestly just a mix of feelings. And we wanted to give them the space to express themselves and also to ask questions about what this all is. So we invited M1s to share with us what they're going through and also our peers, M2s, M3s and M4s to answer questions and give advice and words of encouragement. So we hope you guys enjoy and have a great start to the semester. Welcome to medical school. So can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Gabby Geiger. I'm a current M1 here at UWSMPH. I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I did my undergrad at Madison, so Madison is pretty familiar to me and second home, and I'm just excited to be here. Hi, my name is Nick Vanderwerker. I'm originally from a smaller town in central Minnesota called Brainerd, Minnesota. For undergraduate, I went to school here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where I majored in biology, and I got a certificate in global health. Uh, I also plan to do a master's in public health degree while I'm in med school, so I'm gonna, I'll get both an MD and the MPH here, and I'll graduate in 2026, so in five years. If I could use one word to describe my outlook as a new medical student, I would say I'm very excited I'm excited to experience and take advantage of all the opportunities available to me here at the University of Wisconsin um, School of Medicine, Public Health. Uh, I'm looking forward to learning about what specialty I want to go into, what kind of research I want to do, and taking advantage of you know electives and with my classmates and me, lots of classmates. What did your family and maybe friends say when you told them that you got in and were going to med school? My mom cried a lot, (laughs) as she does, and I think it was even more special to see my dad, like, tear up because, you know, he doesn't show emotion that much. So seeing that and seeing how proud they were of me was just, like, the best thing ever, and it made every, like, everything all worth it. My friends were super excited for me, like, 
I have some really amazing friends and we were just able to celebrate that moment together. And it was awesome. Wow. When I first got into medical school, my family and friends were very excited for me. (laughs) They were very glad that all my hard work and dedication throughout undergraduate and after undergraduate paid off. Personally, I was more relieved than anything. I was glad that everything finally worked out. I got in and I'm going to be a doctor. So it was a big weight off my shoulders. What's been like you mentioned kind of adjusting to um, being in med school from when you were in undergrad? Like what's been the biggest difference for you so far? Well, for me, it's living alone because in undergrad, I always had roommates. So now I decided to live alone just so I could like have more time to focus and I can, you know, study outside of my living room and not have to worry about like bothering roommates or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been a little bit different, but also just, I mean, it's, you've worked for, I've like, obviously anyone in medical school, it's been like a dream of theirs for a long time. So I've worked for it for so long. And now that it's finally here, it's, you put a lot of pressure on yourself right away. And I'm trying to not do that as much because I can know I like get so easily stressed out. So I'm really just trying to take time to focus on myself as well. Yeah. What did it feel like that first day? Because I think you're right. Like we work really hard to get to medical school and then it happens and it's a little bit like overwhelming and can feel really like shell shocking. So what what was that like for you? Yeah, it was definitely like an accumulation of like a ton of different feelings, being proud, being nervous, anxious, but then like also super excited. So for me, it was just a great feeling. I woke up like pretty jittery. I couldn't sleep that well the night before. But then once you got like once we got there and had our first like obviously it was like an orientation type day so it wasn't really any classes but they threw us in right away with faces of patients which I'm sure they maybe did the same way where in the first like hour you were talking to asking questions to a patient and so that was kind of cool I definitely didn't know it was going to start that early but yeah (laughs) it was an exciting day and yeah it's just like really proud and I think it's okay to take a moment and just be like really proud of yourself for everything you've done. So I've definitely just kind of, once we got our white coats to take our headshots, I just sat there with it on for a little bit. And I was like, I did this. (laughs) So my first day of medical school, um, I think the first, first few days, it's very stressful. It's kind of overwhelming in a way. There's a lot to figure out. There's a lot of, you know, you're establishing your routine. So what time am I going to wake up? How long does it take me to get to the medical school? What time are my classes? You know, where am I going to go grocery shopping? All those things. Figuring out your, your, what your habits will be and your patterns. Everything is very new. Understand what your schedule is going to look like and making plans for what you really want to accomplish during medical school, whether that be doing research if you're interested in that or if you want to focus on, say, public health or different opportunities you can take advantage of and meeting new people was great as i have 170 some other medical students in this class so i've got to meet a lot of really great unique people from all over the country from all walks of life and it's been really fun doing that yeah and i think that obviously we all come into medicine with these like different backgrounds and different identities and stuff and then in medical school you kind of have to start thinking about how like what's your identity going to be within medicine? Like what's your professional identity and how can you like develop that? Have you thought about that at all? Like how that might be different? Yeah, I would say in medicine, it would be more so like an advocate because obviously as physicians, we're like known as healers and people come to you. But 
I want to really make sure that I'm an advocate, especially for my own community, just because I know that healthcare for the Hispanic population, there's a lot of discrepancies there, not only in our country, but then also where my mom's from and things like that. So I definitely want to do a lot of outreach and get into the community and make sure that people in my community like know their options, know what's available to them. And just having someone who can identify with them on like, not even just like speak the language, but a cultural level and things like that. I think I really want that to be a main focal point of my like medical career. What's one like non-academic thing that you're really excited about for the next four years? I don't know, just to see how I grow as a person. Because I think, again, living alone is going to be a really... Because I'm someone that likes to be like surrounded by people a lot. So I think it'll really just help me like find who I am and just really be comfortable being alone. And like, um, but then I also can't wait to like meet the people who I'm going to, you know, call colleagues one day and everything like that. So I think it's really outside of the classroom. It's just about the connections and the people I'm going to meet. Can you introduce yourself? My name is Yorgo. Um, I'm a MD-PhD student currently in my first year of grad school. Hi, I'm Cassandra Cassie Nidis. I'm an M3. I'm originally from Madison, though I'm currently living in Milwaukee since I'm in the Triumph program. Hello, hello. This is JB. My name is JB Hernandez. I am a fourth year student at UWSMPH, currently sitting in my closet because Apparently, this is where the best audio is. So, my name is Tonela, and I'm a fourth-year medical student at the University of Wisconsin. If you can think back to your first couple days or weeks of M1 year, what do you remember from that time? I remember being very excited about starting medical school and the people I was meeting, but I was really nervous about how things would unfold and, I guess, what would just happen in medical school. And what rumors were true and what wasn't mostly? Honestly, at this point, everything is such a blur. So those first few weeks kind of blend together for me. But I definitely remember all of the fun I had just because for us, it was PPP at that time and everything was relaxed and we had a lot of free time. And I remember being so excited to meet all these new people and spend some time making friends and getting to know everyone. Everyone was from like different universities, different states, and different walks of life for the most part. So it was just exciting for me to kind of, you know, figure everyone out and figure out where I kind of stood with everyone. So when I think about M1 year, I remember just feeling very overwhelmed, especially in the beginning. You know, there's a lot of new things, there's new information, there's new styles of teaching. There's new people and now you have to add clinical skills to it and you have to learn how to learn all of it. And that, of course, takes a lot of trial and error, which which can be hard and frustrating. And, you know, I just remember feeling like I've worked so hard to be here and now everyone else I'm around has worked just as hard as I have and are just as great and amazing. And there's this feeling like, I need to prove myself and prove that I deserve to be here and like was always nervous about whether or not I I deserve to be here. So all those feelings and and all that can be can be overwhelming. What things were you most excited about 
Um, I was really excited to take that next step into, you know, the career of medicine. It was something that as like a lot of med students, when we're starting off, that we're really excited to start doing this and like start truly developing our career as future doctors. So that prospect was super exciting and that it was finally happening, that we were actually taking steps to in that direction. What were you most nervous about when you were first starting? I was nervous about a lot of things, honestly. Primarily for me, it was just those patient interactions. I didn't have that much clinical experience beforehand. I had done a lot of school and a lot of schoolwork, but like clinical interactions with patients were very new to me. So I remember being very nervous for that first session of clinical skills. It was nerve wracking. How did it turn out? It was okay. Yeah. I memorized the list beforehand. (laughs) I memorized all the questions and I did a lot of rehearsals beforehand. So then everything turned out okay, but I was very nervous. I remember just being all shaky and like sweaty and needing a lot of water. So yeah. Looking back on that, like how do you think about patient interactions now? Is that something that you still feel nervous about or is it something that you like feel really comfortable with now? Yeah. And it's just amazing how much we've I've I've grown, I think, in the past three years or so. Like talking to my patients today, for example, I just went in and it, things felt natural. I had no checklist. I hadn't rehearsed. I just kind of walked in with somewhat of an agenda, but not really a very checklist type kind of thing. So yeah, a lot has changed. Still nervous sometimes, but for the most part, it feels better. What were the best parts of your M1 year? The best parts were definitely the community that um, I had with my friends and fellow med students that I became my friends. That was just, we created a really strong community where we supported each other and backed each other up and looked out for each other because medical school is a really hard time and the friends I made will definitely be lifelong. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, the best parts of my first year is definitely all the friends that I've made, all my friends that I'm still close with, and even the people that I feel like I've only peripherally interacted with, I still very much so interact with them when I run into them. Everyone has awesome stories. Everyone's amazing. And I've loved uh, running into people, both the people that I'm close with and both the people that I've maybe even only interacted once with. Um, and so that's been the best part of medical school is the people that you meet. I just love what we get to do every day and the things we get to see and the people and the patients we get to meet and be a part of their care. And we get to learn all these cool things about the body and about public health. And I'm not into research, but for some people it's research. So I think that's something I really try to do is take a step back and remember like, wow, this is really cool. And I'm very lucky to be in this field. What do you know now that you wish you knew when you were an M1? So something that I have learned that I wish I knew back M1 year was how to notice something is helping me learn or helping me grow, like certain materials, resources, certain activities that I would do. Um, things that I felt were benefiting me and then things that I felt weren't and how to recognize those things and how to, you know, take the stuff that's helping me and grow it and like put time into it, invest time into it and things that I feel like were holding me back or just kind of wasting my time to be able to set that aside and not feel like I had to use it because other medical students were using it or it was helping other people. I think that's something that I've learned a lot is how 
is when I, how to notice something benefiting me or not, and then how to either incorporate it in my life and like use that material or resource or position event, whatever that is, or, you know, be able to step back and say, this isn't really for me and I'm not feeling the benefits from this. So I'm going to, you know, leave this behind and move forward with the other things that are benefiting me. How else do you feel you've grown since your first couple weeks and months of med school? I think that I have, I've learned to be more confident in myself and to take criticism kind of like with a grain of salt. Whereas in the beginning, I had, I just, whenever there was any like piece of feedback that was not entirely positive, I would take it to heart and spend a lot of time thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Now I take, I take those pieces of like uh, feedback with a positive, with a good and kind of balance them out a little more and like, try to grow, of course, always, but also just try to try to like focus on the good things and focus on the things I'm doing well. Yeah, that's such like a mindset frame that I feel like a lot of us had to go through where we just were like comfortable in what we knew, comfortable with ourselves and so that criticism could be taken positively rather than something that felt like really negative and personal. Right, exactly. And if it fits with what else, whatever else you know, then great. And if it doesn't, then you just kind of acknowledge it and let it go. And that's been a big thing for me. So next thing we want to do is we want to have M2s, 3s, and 4s answer some questions that were anonymously submitted by M1s at UWSMPH. Hi, my name is Brandon, and I'm currently an M4 at UW-Madison School of Medicine and Public Health. So the question I got is, how hard was it to adjust to medical school? Is it normal to feel overwhelmed for a while, or do you figure out the flow of everything and all the routines quickly? So I would definitely say that, you know, transitioning to medical school um, is definitely a challenge. Um, I already knew my way around Madison since I did my undergrad here, but I would definitely say that in terms of medical school, it was definitely an adjustment in terms of the workload and just getting accustomed to the curriculum and and everything. Um, So I think it's perfectly normal to feel overwhelmed. I think most people do. Um, You know, there's a lot of changes happening and the workload just really ramps up, especially after the first block. But I think that the first block, which is PPP, uh, providers, patients and populations was a really good transition for the first years, um, you know, just to get our toes wet and and kind of get transitioned. But it definitely takes time to figure out. How involved should I get with extracurricular activities, including student government, clubs, electives, And how important are these when applying for residency? So when it comes to these extracurriculars, I guess how I've I've approached it and how most people have approached it is to get involved with an extracurricular that's really important to you. I wouldn't try to overdo it and get involved with multiple extracurriculars, like three or four different things, but get involved with those things that are important to you. And, you know, try to get leadership positions in whatever, whatever group that you decide to join. For me, something that was important to me was immigrant health. And that's why I got more involved in the Southside Clinic. And that was pretty much the main extracurricular that I did. And, you know, I was able to invest a lot of time in it. And I think if you, it, when I apply for residency, if I'm asked about it, I'll have a lot to say about it. And I think that that's more important is the quality of how you describe extracurriculars. 
and that's going to kind of that's going to shine through more than doing multiple things but not being able to have something to talk about necessarily so i would say find those extracurriculars that you get really excited about and invest your time and leadership skills and development into those grow with that what is your single best advice for new m1s i think my best advice for new m1s is to really stay in your lane you made it here because you're smart, you are capable, you belong, and you are going to be successful regardless of the obstacles that you face. Um, so many people will give you so many different advices and so many different study habits and study methods. Um, the biggest thing that I wish I knew or did as an M1 was to pick one and just stick with it, um, not reinvent the wheel. And most importantly, not do every single thing that everyone else is doing. I tried to employ every single advice that people were giving me, tried to use every single resource. There's just simply not enough time for everything. Um, and that's kind of a, one of my biggest downfalls as an M1. I think one of the biggest pieces of advice, though, is talk to your peers, Try have honest and vulnerable conversations with your peers and, you know, you can tell them about your challenges and your experiences. Cause I found when I did that, like most everybody else was like, yeah, I feel that way too. And so you quickly realize like you're not alone. Not everyone has the same struggle, but everyone has challenges and you know, our peers are the only ones who know exactly what we're going through because we're at the same school, we're going through the same courses. We have similar interests to a certain extent uh, because we all decided to come into the medical field. And so they're going to be the best support. Hi, my name is Andrea Rossman and I'm a current M3 student at the Medical College of Wisconsin. My single best piece of advice for M1 students is to know that you do belong in medical school, that you would not have gotten in if you were not meant to be there. You absolutely have proven that you can do this. You are good at studying. You are you know, worthy to be here. And I remember I kept a little post-it note that the admissions office had given us, you know, that said, like, you got this or something. And I think that that helped me know that there were a bunch of people who thought I could do it and that I could do it. And I've gotten this far. So... Good luck. Have fun. Hi, my name is Alice and I'm a PICU fellow in Washington, D.C. Hi, I am Shafali. I am a peds hospitalist up in Philadelphia. We have our own pediatric medicine podcast called Peds Admit that's pitched at pediatric residents. Let's talk about what advice we would give some M1s. Oh my God, it's so long ago. It does feel like a long time ago. Yeah, it's hard to remember. How transformative med school is, is the thing yeah. that really sticks out about your M1 year. Mm -hmm. You're meeting a bunch of people that will ultimately become your lifelong colleagues, but like not in the same specialty. So that's even cooler. It's like you have this, these people that you're going to know for the rest of your lives, oh, yeah. this massive network of people. Like not everyone is a pediatrician, right? Like exactly. they have this, this vast array of random specialties that I, I know these people so well because we yeah. like went through this crazy thing together, right? Yeah. So it's like a rite of passage that you can't really describe to people who haven't experienced it, I think. And I mean, for me, I think the one thing that it took me a while to realize or, you know, a little time to get adjusted to is you may have to change the way that you're doing things, that you're studying, that you're wrapping your head around material. The stuff that might have worked for you in undergrad may not work as well in med school. And I think that's okay. I think 
figuring it out, whatever it is, or it might work perfectly. Like who knows, maybe the way that you've been doing it works for you all along, but just knowing that you may have to completely revamp the way that you do things. And that's not the end of the world. It's just all a matter of figuring out how it works best for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have this crazy, right? Like you're going to need to spend the first six months really perfecting your study techniques and mm-hmm. the process of just like ingesting this volume of information. Mm-hmm. And then it's a really, really hard year. And it's nice that you sort of end it and get a little bit of summertime or a little bit of reprieve before your second year, I think. Yeah, the last summer, so to speak. (laughs) The last summer. I mean, yeah, no pressure. Like, we still travel to residency. Don't let people tell you you can't. No, listen, residency vacation is great because, like, also you don't have to, like, be taking tests all Like, I don't know. I feel like in med school, like, there's always another exam to study for. There's always another thing. Like, you know. Residency, you tune out for two weeks, you're good. Like you it's, really do nothing. Yeah. It's, we can't recommend it enough. Exactly. <laughs> but, but yeah, because you have this, you have to cram, just double your vocabulary, cram all this information, uh-huh. learn how to do that well, uh-huh. and then you get to take a break. And so, while I feel like it is a long distance marathon type event overall, this the first year you can get through it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think. I think just remembering, I mean, it's hard to know it when you're in the moment, but we can definitely both say it looking back on it. Medicine, like as a journey, gets incrementally better every year because you're closer to doing what you wanted to do for your whole life, presumably, or, you know, for the reason you're in med school, you're, you're doing that. And you get to take more ownership and more kind of responsibility. And that's what makes it great. And that's also what makes it a little bit harder in newer ways as you kind of progress through But I think like M1 year is the year that you sort of get a little bit of both worlds. Like you're still new to the world of medicine. You're sort of dipping your toes in the water. You're figuring it out. You can still sort of live your normal life and do your normal things and spend time with your friends and family, get to know your class, you know. And it's before some of that really intense responsibility builds up that comes with residency and, you know, being intending for the first time. Yeah. I think that that's very, it's an exciting time. I couldn't agree more. Thanks for listening. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at WBYIT underscore UWSMPH. We'll see you for our follow-up in two weeks. Have a nice day. Funding for What Brings You In Today is provided by the Kern Foundation.